On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about video for Twitter. And today's episode is made possible by freevideoeditor.co. Are you looking to start editing videos like a pro, but you don't want to pay those pro prices? Say that three times fast. Yeah, pay those pro, pro prices. prices. Pay you those need to pro check prices. Out freevideoeditor.co. We've got a free video editing program that has all sorts of great tools for you to use to make really good videos. And we even give you some extras to have a little bit of fun with on there. So check it out at freevideoeditor.co and leave off the last M for metrics. Metrics. I said that because oh, yeah. it says metrics right here on the, the live cool. thing there. So, okay. all right. We ready to hit that funky music, white boy? Hit that the funky music, white boy. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise, and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. It's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy. And I'm Steve Sleeper. Our home network is Show. You can catch us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. We've got a YouTube channel, so it's easy to, to get us. We also do the, we record this as a Facebook Live. We do. And, and, if, you're, and if you're watching us live, feel free to comment to us. Maybe we'll even respond back. Give us a like, give us a love, give us a wow, give us a laugh, give us a cry, give us an angry, whatever makes you happy, you give it to us so that we can see it here. And uh, we'll even show it to you live right on the screen here. I'm still going backwards. I got to remember it's backwards. It's I know, here. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm such a spaz anyhow that it just throws me off. But anyhow. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this, this should be yeah video for Twitter. This is... Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I got to tell you, my my knowledge is of Twitter. You know, I know YouTube inside now. Twitter, yeah, I use it for a news well. feed. You know, it's yeah, that, it's yeah. You know, starting to get into here, but you know, just a, as a, a little announcement for everybody, the uh, at the time we're recording this, the Powerball jackpot seven hundred and fifty eight million dollars. Steve and I did not win that jackpot. No. However, I consider myself a winner on the Powerball jackpot because. I didn't waste any of my money on it, so that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll spend two dollars like three times a year. That's about it for yeah, me. I, I don't know. even. I don't even bother. However, I, I you know, speaking of winning the lottery, forget seven hundred fifty-eight million dollars for however much money this person spent on lottery tickets for the last thirty years. Uh, <laughs> did you know? And I saw this this morning, and and it blew my mind. In two thousand and nine, if you had invested a hundred dollars in bitcoin mm. uh that would have gotten you about a million bitcoins i believe a hundred dollars mm. would have gotten you a million bitcoins had you done that in 2009 you would be worth in the billions right now mm. it would be worth mm. billions of dollars and you know there was a story of a guy recently he invested years ago for 27 dollars, and i don't know how many bitcoins he got at that point but at, at you know it was by the time he cashed out it was worth like four hundred thousand dollars and wow. had he not cashed out, it would have been worth like ten million dollars now. Oh, you know, wow. so he cashed out when he's like, "Oh, two hundred thousand dollars," and he, you know, kind of blew it there because it was worth ten million dollars later. So, needless to say, I'm hoping that Bitcoin will see that kind of growth again because I do have some money in it now. But I did not buy in 2009; I bought in 2017. 
So my my actually, Steve, believe it or not, my money has actually almost just about quadrupled since the day I put it in. That's what you said, yeah. And you just put in about. how much money? Like a hundred bucks? Yeah, it was it was nothing. I I feel like yeah. an idiot now because I only put in you know like a hundred and change just to test it out because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And you know, I and not only did I invest it to turn it into bitcoins, but I put it into one of those investing program things inside of Bitcoin. And and now that hundred dollars in in about I don't know, I want to say it's been six or seven weeks maybe, and that hundred dollars is already over four hundred and fifty bucks. So wow. Wow. And, and it wasn't a hundred; it was like a hundred and hundred and thirty or something like that that I put. In. It was a weird number, but uh, yeah. So I guess I should have put hey, in a thousand or or a hundred thousand or a million or a million, <laughs> a million dollars, a billion. If I had dollars. put a million dollars in, I'd be a multimillionaire now. So. Hey, I'd like to do a shout out to my friend uh, Jim Collison, who's a big time podcast producer, does a lot of podcasts for Gallup, and he's the co-host of uh, Ask the Podcast Coach on Saturday morning, and he does one called uh, Home Gadget Geeks, and they regularly do Bitcoin updates and explain blockchains and how to do all this stuff, and uh, I kind of get what they're talking about, you know? So Yeah, I'll be honest with you, I don't understand it much at all. I haven't taken much time to understand it. I just knew that it was making money. (laughs) <laughs> there you go there you go sometimes sometimes you just have to make that leap of faith and i guess with only 100 and change it's not much of a leap of faith but you made some money hey what's you. what's that echo in your your office what's going on ah uh, yes well you may notice uh, just a plain gray background behind me here and you know we can uh we can show this off uh, um, i'm actually getting close it's getting close to moving time and you can see here i'm in a very empty room now no uh no acoustic tiles no uh no green screen to muffle some of that sound so it is very very echoey in here that's amazing it's it amazing it, it, you know the difference just, is incredible and and it's so the green screen and a couple panels uh yep. are gone and yeah huge difference yeah i had and just so you guys know that these are the those foam things that you see in recording studios and i had the the big corner angled blocks in the four corners and i had patches in the centers of the room and everything on opposite sides of the wall to stop the bouncing of the sound and um you know it worked very well apparently because boy it sounds terrible now <laughs> oh could be worse i mean we could, it could we be can, worse uh, it could be much worse yeah, so we got, now here's i was showing uh, you what i have look at this yeah, let's see if i can do this this for watching facebook live uh the the egg cartons Yes, it's free. It's free. Yes. And then on my table, carpeting, carpeting. There you go. <laughs> carpet the ceiling, carpet the floor, carpet the walls. We'd be all set. Yeah, it's it's amazing what what some of this stuff does. You don't think about it too much. I mean, I've got a you know sitting in front of me here a, a thousand dollar radio mic, and and it sounds you know still like I'm recording on the Sports Illustrated uh, football phone. So yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's just a, a you know, it's better than ambient noise. Let's put it that. Well, so. not a whole lot, not a whole lot, but it's, it certainly is better. But anyway, no, we're not to here to talk it. about that. We're here. We're not talking audio today. We're talking Twitter. And Twitter. for those of you who, uh, you know, Twitter obviously is the uh, the social media juggernaut. Well, I don't know if we can call it that anymore because I, I think it's actually kind of losing a bit of its uh, mm. its mm. audio shine. You know, no. it goes through phases up and down, but it's a, a very strong platform, has about a quarter of a billion people on it, which, you know, it, it's funny because any other thing you talk about a quarter of a billion people being part of something, you'd be amazed. But, you know, when you think that, uh, you know, Facebook and YouTube have well over a billion users and, you know, it just seems like small time in comparison, but uh, it is one the next, you know, biggest uh second tier i'm going to call it it used to be first tier i'm going to call it second tier along with instagram and 
Pinterest, LinkedIn, sites like that. It's it's right up there, but it is a very powerful platform. And -hmm. the people that are on there, believe it or not, tend to be, uh, from what they say, tend to be higher education and uh, higher income, Mm -hmm. which I guess is why I'm not on it very much. I don't know, but maybe I should start being on there. I don't have either. That's right. <laughs> so Twitter, uh, no, Twitter is a great platform. It really is. It gets messages out very easily. A lot of big businesses use it to be able to get their message out as well as to communicate with their clientele. And they do that through do answering questions and responding to tweets and, and all that kind of direct message stuff. And it works pretty well for a lot of those companies. And of course, yeah. the uh, the news organizations are big on that. Uh, we kind of learned that when Michael Jackson died, because, you know, up until then, when uh, when when the, the Bill Clinton uh, scandal came out, the Drudge Report became the big thing because it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it way outperformed the uh, the news programming. They were able to get information out there so quickly. Well, when Michael Jackson died and Twitter was able to break the news in literally seconds of him dying. And of course, the news, you know, had to wait till five o'clock or, or right. you know, whatever. And radio has to wait till radio breaks, things like that. And Twitter became something where people said, OK, obviously, this is the future of communication here because it's so fast to get that out to the world that uh, anybody can be a reporter at any time and it can, you know, spread very, very quickly. And uh, of course, with Twitter, you also have the options for video, which is what we want to talk about. And, you know, people don't think of Twitter as a video platform very often, but it actually does have its own built-in video system. Now, obviously, one thing you can do with Twitter is to share YouTube videos, something we do all the time. And that's a very effective use of Twitter, but Twitter does have actual built-in video that you can use. Now, much like Instagram, it has, and, and much like Twitter when you're typing in your text, it has its limitations. And in Twitter, you know, you've got a couple of limitations that you have to deal with. Uh, one, your video cannot be a 20-minute masterpiece. Okay, so your video, I believe, has to be uh, about two and a half minutes long, and that's about it. And anything larger than that, they're just not going to let you do it. They will have, believe it or not, a little video editor in there. So you can actually trim your video down if that, uh, if that you know, is a little bit longer than it needs to be. But the video does have to be fairly short because, uh, you know, much like with the text, they just want you to keep it short and sweet. And mm-hmm. uh, I kind of wish they didn't do that. But, you know, unfortunately, and actually, I'm, I, I said two and a half minutes. It's actually about two, two minutes and 20 seconds. Two minutes, weird, 20 two minutes and oh. 20 seconds is the uh, the limit for that. And, uh, you know, not very long. And, no. and by the way, it also has to be a fairly small size video. It can't be some, you know, one gigabyte megalith video. It has to be a, a well-compressed video. It can be an MP4, uh, but it has to be compressed. It has to be a small video file. It has to be under two and a half minutes there at two minutes and 20 seconds in order to work. And, uh, you know, fortunately, that is also about two and a half times longer than Instagram videos are allowed to be. So you do have some pretty good options there in that in two and a half minutes, most online videos, you can get your point across. Most online videos are probably ranging in the two to two and a half minute range anyway. So that's actually pretty good. And, and, you know, obviously a lot of videos go to three minutes, but if you can keep it within two minutes and 20 seconds, you could have a very good platform for your videos. Now, here's the great thing. We talk about Instagram and video a lot. Um, Obviously, the limitations with Instagram are that 
the video is 60 seconds long, and that you don't have a link. With Twitter, you don't have that, that issue. You don't have that limitation. So you can actually put in, let's say you've got a video that's 20 minutes long. You could put in a shortened version of it, maybe a two-minute video, and then the last 20 seconds could say, you know, head over to our YouTube page to see the rest of this. And in the text, you can put the link to that YouTube video in there and people could click back over or to your website so that people could click back over. So it's a great way to introduce people to a concept or, or, you know, to something that you're trying to share and then send them as they watch that to another location to watch the video. And believe me, if you can get them hooked in those first two minutes, you can send them back to the main video. You're going to be golden. Anybody who's watching the video, you know, if they're watching the video long enough, they're going to flip over because they're not going to watch a video that's not finished. If they were interested enough to watch two minutes of it, they're probably going to click to see the rest of it at that point. There so go. it's a yeah. great way to tease them into getting to the main page for the uh, the full video. So highly recommend that you do that. But again, you do have to keep the file size small. You do have to keep the video at less than two minutes and 20 seconds. But because you do have the ability to put a link, it's a very effective tool for this. Now, of course, the other option with this is make sure that your content is under two minutes and 20 seconds. And in the case of, for instance, uh, you may notice with one of the programs that we have is Instant Spokesperson, where we develop a whole bunch of spokesperson videos. If you go through that entire library, you'll notice that every single one of them is under a minute long. And that's specifically done because we want to make sure that you can put it on a place like Instagram. That, of course, means you can put it on a place like Twitter. So if you can keep your message nice and short, Twitter could be a very good way to reach out not only to a large audience, but a large audience that, as we said, tends to have more money, tends to be more highly educated. So it's a, it's a very good crowd of people to be able to target with your videos, but you just have to keep the, the file size small and the length not too long. So Yeah, yeah. But there's something else, Steve. There's something else about Twitter. But wait, but wait, but wait, there's more. Tell but us, wait, Ray. there's more. Twitter also has a live video platform. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, many of you may say, well, yeah, they own Periscope. Well, <clears throat> they do own Periscope, and they actually have their own live streaming tools inside of Facebook, uh, inside of Twitter itself. Now, it is powered by Periscope, but believe it or not, you do not have to have a Periscope account or use Periscope or visit Periscope in order to do this. It's actually a built-in technology inside of Twitter now, so all you have to do is go live, just like you would if you were on Periscope, but from directly inside of Twitter. This, of course, opens up a world of possibilities because we all know I'm a big fan of live video. So now you can actually go live right from there, deliver your message, make sure that you have a nice call to action. And because unlike some of the other sites, you can actually put links in your comments or links into your into your Twitter uh, posts and comments and whatnot. You now have an opportunity to click people through to whatever place you want them to go to. So the question is, how do you make sure that people see your videos if you put them up there? Obviously, if you've got, you know, if you run out today, you create a Twitter account because you hear this and, oh, they've got video, we got to do this. You've got to do something to make people want to see it. Now, how do you do that? Fortunately, Twitter is a lot easier than many other locations to be able to get people to uh, see your videos. And the first one is, of course, hashtags. Now, if you're not familiar with hashtags, come on, everyone is. But we're going to talk a little bit about them anyway. 
hashtags are kind of like keywords that link people to certain phrases and ideas. So for instance, during the Super Bowl, there might be a hashtag Super Bowl. And people will put that into their posts so that everybody that's looking at things related to the Super Bowl will see their comment. Oh, the Patriots just scored a touchdown. You know, now people can see that in that that feed because you're using that hashtag. And hashtags can be extremely powerful. You know, a lot of people just think, um, you know, it's almost become a cliche or a joke, you know, uh, to hashtag this, hashtag that. But there is a very strong technical background to the hashtagging that can make a big difference. So if, let's say you're doing your video and your video is about uh, getting car insurance. Well, you could do you could you could do some research and find what hashtags work. But for instance, let's say it's hashtag uh, car insurance. If you put that in there, you might not have any followers on Twitter yet, but you put that hashtag car insurance and there is 10,000 people using that hashtag, they're going to see your video now. So you've got a way to tap into an audience, whereas on other platforms, that may be a little tougher to do. Facebook, for instance, a little bit tougher to be able to do that. Twitter, you can jump right in and you can actually put the hashtag and put yourself in front of other people. That's uh, that's kind of a unique thing for uh, for that particular platform. And uh, you know, it just it's almost like having your own private, or not really private, but your own page for that type of content. Because yeah. essentially, if somebody goes to Twitter, clicks on that hashtag of car insurance, they're going to see all of the stuff related to car insurance, including yours, and you'll be able to get it up there. Now, the great thing about this is you can also target trends. And, you know, Twitter keeps track of what's trending worldwide. You know, during the Super Bowl, it'll tell you, number one hashtag trend right now is Super Bowl, hashtag Super Bowl. You could certainly post something in there to that entire crowd. Uh, you know, I'm not saying to go spam Twitter. That's not what I'm trying to get at here. But the point being is that if you can get into something that's hot right now, you could get a message out to a lot of people. Now, the downside of that, of course, is you do hashtag Super Bowl, your tweet's going to be gone in, in a few seconds. It's going to disappear in the crowd. So there's kind of that balancing act there of you want something that people are going to find, but not something that's so hot that your tweet's just going to disappear in a few seconds. And then, you know, the only people who saw it were the ones who were there right at that particular second that you put it up there. So you do have to play a little bit of a balancing act. But if you're in a particular niche, you know, let's face it, not many things have that hot viral hashtag like a Super Bowl does. So if you're doing something with plumbing, you know, there's a good chance that a lot of people are going to see your stuff, but it's going to kind of slowly move its way through and before yeah. it disappears. So you're going to be able to get in front of a good audience for a good amount of time. So it's a very effective method for doing that. But as I said, you know, if you can find a good hot hashtag, post things using that hashtag, people will notice it. You know, it can help you to build your, your Twitter following. It can help you to possibly get a product in front of somebody. It can help you to get a message across and make people watch your videos. So it's very, very effective for that. Um, now, you want to make sure, of course, that as you're doing this, you want content that people want to see. You don't want to put stuff in there that people are just going to, you know, pass by and, and, you know, forget that. We don't care about that. You know, and one thing that actually works fairly well on a platform like Twitter is a looping video, believe it or not. So if you've got a video that can loop, then you've got something that people will watch. It doesn't have to be two and a half minutes long. It can be a shortened video. But if it loops almost like a GIF, then people will actually be able to, you know, have some fun with that and see that. So that's a, a kind of a little trick that you can use to make sure that, 
um, people kind of pay attention to it because it catches the eye. It, it's looping something that's interesting, and then it goes with the message that's along with that, and that can be a big, big help for you. Yeah. So, now, the other thing that you want to think about is most Twitter users are using the, the Twitter on their phone. They're not using it from their desktop. Obviously, some do. That's where I tend to do it most of the time. But the vast majority of the audience are doing it from their phone. So you want to make sure that any video content that you do is going to be friendly for mobile devices. And that way, you know, the most amount of people can see it. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means, you know, um, more close-up shots, things that are not going to be far away. So, you know, the, per the perfect example is, you know, the old... Uh, Facebook Live. Hey, I'm here on live, you know, talking to your phone. Well, it's in your face. It makes, you know, it's big. And, and on a smaller screen, even though phones are very large, it's still a very small screen. Having your stuff right in there is going to make a big difference. It's going to help to make sure that people can see what's actually going on and really make your videos stand out. Now, another thing to do is to build up your audience first. You want to make sure that you've got a good Twitter following and then let them determine your content. You know, let them let them tell you, ask them, what would you like to learn about? And, you know, let's say you've got you're, you're a plumber. You know, what do you need to know about plumbing? Well, we need to know how to fix a stopped drain. OK, then you do a, a face, uh, excuse me, a, a Twitter live feed or a Twitter video that answers those questions on how to deal with a stopped up drain. And you'll be able to get more people on there because they already told you that that's exactly what they want. So that's a very effective method for uh, making sure that you get people to um, to pay attention. Now, the other one is similar to what we talked about with hashtags is tailor your content around what people are talking about right now. now hashtags will certainly tell you some of the things that they're talking about. But for instance, you know, a good uh, a good example is something we talked about earlier, the lottery. Or maybe yeah. it's the eclipse. Last week was the eclipse. So uh, you know, actually, it was this week, wasn't it? It wasn't even last week. That was Monday. Boy, Monday. still the same week. Whew, seems like it was ages ago. Now. I know. I but know. The, the, the eclipse, so if you're doing a video and you're referencing the eclipse, if you're doing a video, you're referencing the you know, Powerball jackpot, those are things people are thinking about, things people are talking about already. It's going to get you more visibility, even if you're using it to tie into something else. You know, I... I, I made a joke on Facebook the other day, Steve. There was a um, a writer for the magazine The Atlantic, and the person writing this article, uh, they were a lawyer. They were trying to get a point across about um, about racial inequality, and they used the eclipse as a way of basically comparing the eclipse to racial inequality. And it was very strange. It was very weird. It was almost comical. It was poorly done. But, um, you know, people were going around. I was going around and others were going around and say, oh, look, even the eclipse is racist these days. That's amazing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the point being is that's exactly what this person was doing. Not very effectively, but that's what they were doing. They were trying to take something that was in people's minds right then, the eclipse, and bringing it to some sort of uh, a point they wanted to get across, in this case, about racial inequality. Um, like I said, you know, if you, if you look that up, it's it's kind of funny to to see the thing. You know, basically, she's talking about how the eclipse is going to be passing through areas where there's only white people, and you know the, how unfair different things are. And it's very strange. But uh, point being is, she got a lot of attention. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she did it by referencing the eclipse. And mm -hmm. and by the way, I guess racial inequality right now is also a uh, a big thing that's uh, a big thing that's been mm -hmm. trending. So she kind of hit two trends in one there. With a, with that article, but 
Um, you know, it definitely helped her out. Now, the other thing that you can do to really build your audience is, of course, to make sure that you do things on a regular basis. This is the thing that I am the worst at, with the exception of maybe this radio show right here that you're listening to. I'm terrible at this. I have great ideas. And I say, oh, every Friday I'm going to do a video on this. And that lasts about three weeks. And then I miss a Friday. And then I do it on a, you know, the next time I do it, I do it on a Saturday because I missed it on the Friday again. And, and say, you know, and it just falls apart very quickly. So you have to have that consistency. You have to be able to make the time to say every Wednesday at 7 o'clock, I'm going to do a question and answer session live on Twitter. And that's going to help you to make sure that you get an audience because they're going to be used to that. They're going to be waiting for it. You know, and, and I see this all the time. You know, I've got podcasts that I know, oh, this podcast comes out on Friday. And if they miss a week, it's like, oh, they didn't come out this week. I can't believe it. You know, so you have to be consistent or you're going to anger your audience. Even if you don't think a lot of people are listening, the ones who are, they're going to be upset. So those mm-hmm. are your favorite people. So you got to try and do that. Again, something I am not good at, but I definitely... uh you know, need to improve on that. And, I, and I'd like to do that. Maybe after I move, I'll be able to settle down and, and get things uh, to where I can do those kinds of things again and make sure. I think it's going to be, um, you know, much easier for you to do that in Atlanta. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be much easier in Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I saw the other day when I was on YouTube? Uh, what is that? Free Stuff Fridays. Free Stuff Fridays. I actually did that one for quite a while. I know. Um, I know and I then know. Uh, and then the exact same thing I just talked about happened. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a fun one, I, and I should bring that one back. Now that it was. A, it was really now that cool. A, it was different then because it was YouTube, um, yep. but if, you know, just traditional YouTube videos. But you know, if we did that consistently every Friday on Facebook Live on or Facebook. on Twitter Live, uh, you know, or on Periscope or whatever it happens to be, people will get used to it. People will enjoy seeing it, and we'll be able to have some fun with it. So it's definitely something. I it, it, believe it or not, that 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 thing is always in my mind. I've got to start that up again. I got to start that up again. But you know, like it has some views. It has some views. Yeah, oh, it's it definitely it still gets a lot of views. Believe it or not, after yeah. all this time, mm-hmm. it's, it's about free items. You know, things you can get mm-hmm. for free. So mm-hmm. hopefully, we'll be able to bring that one back in the near future because I think that would be a lot of fun to do. So. We'll see if we can cool. do that. Uh, another thing you want to be able to do is solve people's problems. We talked about doing a live question and answer thing in the past here. But, you know, if you can solve somebody's problem, they're going to pay attention. People watch videos when something is solved. How-to videos are huge. So, for instance, if you're that plumber and you're showing people, hey, if you're having a problem with this, this is what you need to do. Oh, I can fix it. It's going to get your attention. It's going to get your views. Solving people's problems. That's what people want. You know, they, they talk about inventors. When you invent a product, it needs to solve a problem in order to be massively successful. Now, that's not always the case, but traditionally, that's what, when people solve problems, that's when things blow up. You know, the, the cotton gin, it solved a problem. Something that took weeks to do now took minutes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it solved the problem. And, took off in the entire industrial revolution because of that one product saving all that time. So it's, you know, anytime you can solve a problem with somebody, you're going to get more attention. That goes with whether you're creating a product or that you're doing a video that's going to help people. Anytime you solve a problem, it's going to be a positive thing. It's going to make a big difference. So definitely something you want to do. You know, another thing you can do in this uh, is something that's interesting too, is make personalized videos. You know, why Mm -hmm. not create a little video um, thanking people. Hey, I just want to thank John for this or Mary for this, or I want to thank all the new people for this. 
And it, it seems kind of silly, but it can make a big difference in that people feel like they're the ones being talked to. You know, they're not just a number. And that's going to keep them coming back. And, and we've seen that, you know, with with this radio show and with some of the other things that we do, we get people that uh, they get excited because we talk about them on the radio show or sure. you know, we mention sure. them or we mention their comments. And, and I see that with a lot of different things. You know, um, many radio shows will read off and we've done this. Actually, we, we started doing this and we stopped. We should probably do that again. Reading off people's reviews of the radio show and thanking oh, yeah, them for yeah, it. Yeah. And that can be a, a big thing. And a lot of podcasts do that. They they read off, mm-hmm. you know, John thinks this is a you know five star podcast and you know, thank you, John. So that's something that you can definitely do. It's something we should probably start implementing again. We haven't done that in a little while. But. Yeah, I need to remember to rem- I need to remember to remind you. Yes, you know, yes. So, remember yeah. to remind me. So mm-hmm. now the big thing the big thing you you need to understand with all of this is if you're doing Twitter, you gotta actually do it and you know that's the same with everything nothing that we talk about will work unless you actually put in the work and you need to have a plan you need to think about what you're going to record what you're going to put out there what kind of lives you want to do when you want to do them why you want to do them and then go out there and actually take the actions because you know if you just write it down on a piece of paper and then you never do it it's not going to make uh, a whole heck of a lot of difference so definitely something you want to put some time, put some effort into, and you can really make a big difference with this platform that we call Twitter. And with any yeah. platform, really. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't work if you don't do anything. That's you, can't, right. you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. But this is, this is actually better yeah, odds. Yeah, this, know, is, so. this is much better odds. You're much better, to get, better odds of getting somebody to watch your video than, uh, That's right. than there is That's of right. winning the, the, the lottery. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I might do a test where I take a instant spokesperson video and put it out there with hashtag PI Lawyer Omaha and just see what happens. You know why not? Right? I've I've yeah. done it with uh, Instagram, a same type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. How'd that work for you? Um, you know what? <laughs> it goes back to the consistency thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did it a couple times just to test it out, and then haven't done it enough uh, since then. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, but, you I know, you. I, honestly, uh, as much as people love Instagram. I, I think Twitter is even a better platform for that because you have a, the ability to put a link that people can click on. The videos can be longer. In the case of instant spokesperson, that part doesn't matter. But, you know, you can definitely get a higher caliber of person on there when it comes to that kind of a thing. Because, you know what, a lot of these PI lawyers are going to be on Twitter, maybe not Instagram so much. Instagram yeah. is, is a much younger crowd, Good point. Uh, you know, more teens and, and early 20s crowd. But, uh, you know, Twitter, it definitely tends to be an older, more intellectual crowd. And so uh, you can definitely do pretty good on there by jumping in. My college age daughter told me I was too old for Instagram. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably yeah. true. She yeah, and that's, that's all she's like, oh, Facebook, that's so yesterday. And, well, you uh, know, and, and believe it or not, they did announce the other day for the first time ever that Facebook actually lost uh, people. In, oh, really? But oh, only wow. in that younger demographic. Oh, but it's okay. the first time that any of their demographics have ever gone down. And it was in the younger crowd that it actually did go down recently. So, Well, and, and she, uh, she said, you know, Facebook is so yesterday. And then she said, okay, I'm being snarky. Here's what Facebook is good for. So she even recognizes it. I mean, it, it, yeah, that, that, that demographic, she's 20. 20 years old, uh, they're, they're, they're Instagram-type people, and they're not using Facebook like they did. You know, so anyhow. 
yeah, just to frame good. it properly. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, is that, uh, did we got everything there? I think Twitter, we've got everything that oh, we want to get on Twitter. You know, I, I, I worried that this wouldn't be, uh, there wouldn't be enough in there to have a, a good long podcast about this, but actually, uh, yeah, Half it's hour. a pretty, pretty good amount of content on there for it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mindset matters. Yes, indeed. Should we hit that little bumper? Okay. Yeah. Let's see if we get knocked off the and air. Now. Mindset matters. Ooh, it worked. Mindset matters. It did. All I, right. I told you I learned the secret. I got to click it beforehand so that it, it loads into the buffer there. That's but, right. Uh, for whatever reason, that file doesn't like to do that. But anyway, regardless of that, today we want to talk on the mindset matters. We're going to go back to the world of podcasting because podcasting is such a wealth of knowledge and information completely free of charge that you can get anytime. And you can get it from a variety of people that have a lot of experience and know what they're talking about. And uh, that being the case here, I want to recommend to you the Tim Ferriss podcast. Now, Tim Ferriss, you may know from the four hour work week, a Mm -hmm. very good book that helps you to learn how to make the most of what you have and uh, make yourself successful by, uh, well, I was going to say by, by working only four hours a week, but really the four hour work week is, is the name. It's not necessarily a recommendation, um, to actually do that. In fact, uh, the funny thing about what Tim Ferriss has said about the four hour work week is that title came from crowdsourcing. They wanted to see what title was most catchy. And that was the one that, that won. Oh, and oh. so that's what he went with. Now he is talking about, you know, cutting down your hours by making sure you work smart, have people that help you, et cetera, et cetera. And the Tim Ferriss podcast is another great resource that can really help you to uh, learn what other people are doing. Tim does a lot of great interviews. So I highly yeah. recommend you check it out. It's at the, uh, it's at all the major podcasting locations from I. Well, no, I almost said I almost said iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the all the podcast, all the podcatchers. That's what they call it. Podcatchers, yes, all the podcatchers. But you can definitely check it out uh, straight on Apple Podcasts. The Tim Ferriss Show, highly recommended. It will help you to uh, make uh, you know learn a few things from a few smart people, and that's what we all want to do is get smarter. So, with that, that brings us to the end of another episode of. Video marketing madness. Video marketing madness. The radio show about video and today's show made possible by. As almost always, made possible by freevideoeditor.co. Are you looking to start editing videos that you can put on places like Twitter or Facebook or Instagram? Well, then you need a video editing program, and we've got one that's completely free of charge. At freevideoeditor.co, you can download our editing program along with all the other great bonus materials that we have in there, and you can start editing like a pro as soon as today. But it all starts by heading on over to freevideoeditor.co and leave off the last M4. Do we have any M's down here today? Mm, Most. 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 Leave off the last M for most. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Those of you on the Facebook Live, we have a crawler underneath. That's our right. Pictures. Yes. So they're wondering yeah. what we're pointing at. We actually have a yeah. CNN style news crawler underneath. I was looking for a word that began with M and that was there yeah. most. That's cool. That's cool. So. All righty. Um, rap version. Did you say I rap? think I think we can do the rap version. Let's. Uh, oh, Biggie. Let's take it out of here. Oh, yeah. Biggie. Oh. Uh, Biggie. He's right. The video guy, yeah, Ray, the video guy, his skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need, you know. Uh.
He say sharp like a crease in his pants. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing super sick. He's Ray the video guy, yeah. Ray the video guy, yeah.